This episode of MNF Reps is brought to you by Charlotte's Web. Need a little support for stress, sleep, or focus? Well, then you need to check out the high-quality, hemp-derived CBD products from Charlotte's Web. Their products are tested more than 20 times before they're made available for purchase. No wonder they're considered the world's most trusted hemp extract. For help finding the right product or to learn more about the benefits of CBD, visit charlottesweb.com. And use the code FITNESS at checkout to get 10% off your first purchase. Start video. Yes. Hey. Um, you were talking about me. I heard you saying Chi Town. Yes. Chi Town, yes. Back to Chicago or, or at least Illinois. Um, I, I was wondering because you know you're from that state, are you uh have you been watching The Last Dance or did you watch the, the all ten parts? Okay, obsessed. But so, so I'm 37, so you have to understand during the nineties we were just like the team. I'm so angry for Scotty Pippen. Like, you know what I mean? When you hear about it, but then you realize why he signed it. So you get all this background, which is good. The only, only uh, criticism I have is like, it jumped around a little. I'm still watching it, but I haven't finished. I just finished it. I finished it two nights ago. You know, I mean, Jordan, I think Jordan is just incredibly inspiring. And yeah, I, I'm, I'm sad for Scotty though. I mean, that was kind of yeah. a bummer. I mean, what, what, what was your guys' opinion on that? Do you think he did turn to the ownership and say, no, I'm going to sign this deal? You know, on the other hand, like the ownership. In the moment, that was the right one for that. It was interesting when they showed the clip of him and he had a Sonics hat on because they had, they had yeah. in the draft and they're like, uh, in the, in the, in the uh, press, like, you know, you with the Bulls, right? You already got traded. And he was like, okay. Like he didn't know. I'm like, who's looking out for you? Did he not have an agent, representation, someone? I mean, I always had people in my life. Like, will you just take a look at this? Will you just peek at it? Like, just, be, and I don't think, I don't know if they had a, had someone, they didn't do their job, or if he just didn't have somebody. You're right, though. Like, most people now, that would never happen because they have people going, m- multiple people going through that, and the contracts are so much more, like, um, because revenues just skyrocketed. But then, I, I don't know then. It's like, yeah, maybe he was just, like, signing anything and, would, you know, oh, whoops, wrong hat. Like, my bad. I actually went and watched your, uh, it was a shape, it was an interview with that you did with Shape last year, I think. And another the story, it was really moving. It's just so nice when somebody in a position where people are, are watching them can tell them like, hey, by the way, it's all right to make a pivot. I felt that way in, in, my, in my life. And when I see people doing that, it's just, it's really, it's moving and motivating and inspiring. It's hard. It's weird. Like that was kind of the tip of the iceberg. And it's funny whenever... And I thought I was revealing this whole iceberg. You know, you, you, the moments that you think you've really got a handle on, as you start to kind of uh, travel down that pathway, you realize, oh my God, this is just the beginning, which is exciting, but also can be overwhelming. Because sometimes like the deeper I go, you know, the further you dig, the darker it gets. There's a more that you uncover and you're like, I don't want to excavate this shit. I don't really want to do this, but then I am also a mind that's like, once I know I can't unknow, like I'm, I'm Neo and I took the red pill and I, I, I want to know, I want to be in it. I'd rather be in the fight. And I started realizing that progress is being in the process. And I didn't realize how much I was looking at everybody else's paper for the answers. My main focus right now from a personal standpoint is I'm trying to practice my instincts muscle. 
I would always ignore my instincts are, whether it was for a guy I was dating, a job opportunity I wanted, or a flight home to Chicago, ignoring the instincts like that, that like feeling in the center of your chest, you get a lift or you get a fall, it's there for everybody. But I was realizing that the more you ignore the instinct, the more muted it becomes. So there, it's actually damaging. And I didn't realize how far I'd gone away from listening to myself. So now it's like, it's that daily muscle from listening to what food works in my body to, like I said, to like a flight home to Chicago. And, like what, and the only way you get to test and work that muscle is by using it. And it's scary to take those risks. What was pushing your decision-making pr- prior to that epiphany? Like, what is it? Was it like, was it, okay, I want to just... Um, this is what I'm supposed to do, not what I feel like I want to do. Yeah, it's, a, it's. I think it's a question I'm still trying to answer. So, um, but I think the voice of the mind is very loud, and that's what I should do, right? And then the voice of your heart become kind of clouds your ability to make a good decision because you want things a certain way versus really feeling what's best for you. But I know that I've gotten closer to an understanding of myself by spending more time um, not comparing myself not only to others but like former gens, like. I'm not a biggest loser now. And I used, I was angry not being on this season because I was, and the more I really realized it and let the anger go and allowed myself to kind of like be open to the opportunity of not being on a TV show. Like my world is expanding. Like my app just launched. I've had hundreds of people signed up already. I've got all these other projects going on. A biggest loser was my life. I couldn't do that. You know, it's, it's kind of funny. It's funny on that. You know, a, a big portion of these decisions, a lot of these companies, a lot of these entities are making decisions now based on social following. And though I understand how that can help, if anyone knows anything about social media, like the numbers very rarely convert. Like you have to do something so consistently for such a long period of time and earn people's trust for that to be valid. Yeah, but I think it's interesting too because the organic connection. Why do people listen to you guys talk? Why do people listen to what I have to say? Right? Because we believe in what we're doing and we know who we are. And I think there's an element to whether you're talking about fitness or a cooking show on how to, how to cook a, like a duck. I don't know. You know, there's, there's, (laughs) I'm like, somebody help me. What are we cooking in the kitchen? But you know, you're creating a connection and a trust. If you're, if you're going to wait for someone else, whether it's like, a show shape or like, like the rock, like he's been a buddy of mine for years and he reposted me with one of his Terramana stuff. Like I didn't gain millions of followers. I'm like, Oh, if rock just reposted me once, my career would doesn't work like there. I have to be good. Zach, you have to be good at what you do, especially in the, in the beginning when social media came out, you, you didn't really, because unfortunately the consumer, it's not their job to know with all the garbage out there. You just got to be true to who you are. And you got to be consistent and you just got to deliver that trust, which Mm -hmm. is something I think you do a great job of. We were talking about it before about how, you know, I saw that interview on shape and it was really powerful and really moving. Um, And just that somebody that just wants to own who they are so bad and not just conform. And I know you're the same way, Don. I'm curious now that you've taken that step forward, where do you want to go from here? And like, what is the, what's the plan? Like I'm first and foremost, a teacher. I love coaching and there's plenty of trainers out there that are better programmers than me that are smarter than me. I'm very much like you, Zach. I want to learn from Cal Dietz. I want to go to these seminars and, and understand the biomechanics of the body and what happens. But for me, what I do better than probably anybody is get people to actually take action for themselves, to actually start to consider 
that they are capable of, of um, not just the movements, the exercises, the weight loss, like of success. The exciting part and the hard part is converting people to actually start thinking for themselves. And I always joke, like, if you don't graduate from Team Gen, I've done a bad job. Find what keeps you going, because I could be the best programmer in the world. If I can't get you to show up to the start line or those benchmarks, I'm it means nothing. Yeah. nothing. I, I totally agree with that. And that's, and that's, I think that's what, you know, Zach, I think that's what most trainers are lacking. I'm never going to tell someone to stop learning. You have yep. to. But you also have to start assessing that at a certain point in your career, if, if you just keep learning, 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 and it's, nothing's changing, then you might be learning the wrong stuff. Us as coaches make such good teachers because we understand the process of what that human behavior default is. You know, how many times have you heard, I'll start dieting when dot, 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 or, you know, we are going to, you know, we're going to build that dad when it's the right time. We're going to get married when it's the right time. I'm, there is no right time. And so all these coursework actually acts as procrastination of like, I'll be ready when I get to this. It's like, I, I gotta tell you, I don't think I've ever been ready for any single thing that's been put in front of me, but I will tell you, the more you start to put yourself into those moments, you'll remember, you get to collect that, that data, that personal testimony of, I remember, it's gonna feel icky for a day or two, and then you start to go into it, and then you're like, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And by the way, even if it didn't go so hot, I'm still okay, I learned a lot, and I came out the other side far better. And you realize it's not so scary. I got a question for you, Don. Um, and I guess it's kind of just building on, on what Jen has gone through. Like, has there ever been something where like you have, you know, had that type of like epiphany and you've, you've realized, okay, I just need to change. I think in the beginning as a young coach, I'm not going to say there's not this level of insecurity, but I think you're always trying to go around proving yourself. And, mm. you know, and I even think like, kind of getting into the mid-level of my career, like, you know, I opened my spot and I opened another spot and got into this digital uh, company that I, that I launched and sold. And, you know, you're kind of always looking over your shoulder and, and, you know, someone else is opening up and, and there's that level of insecurity. And I think you just get to a point, and Jen, I don't know if you can agree with me or disagree with me. Like, it's a lot of work that we put in. Like, this is a lot of miles. There's also some ethics that people need to follow. Where did ethics go? I mean, do we have time to talk about that? Like, I'll let you take like, it. The morality of like being a good person. Like, I actually did an interview recently. And I said, you know, how did you? Where you know was your foundation? And I'm like, my mom and dad. It was like, tell the truth, work hard, keep your word, like earn the money you make. Like, we we were there's no handouts. Like, be kind, be helpful. This is it. This is bottom line. In our household, we weren't taught that strength had gender, that like kindness had a race. It's you're either a good person or you're not, and you're going to be a good person. It's, it's, I don't know. It's, it's like anything else as, as humans, one of our best and worst qualities, adaptability. Mm. We can adapt to anything and it makes us so powerful, but it also calluses us to when we're not feeling at our best or we start to compromise that moral code. And when you do something once, man, it's easier to do it again. Same for hardship, like either way, you can play this game and I can argue either direction, but when you start to cut corners, when you start to charge people crazy amounts of money for half-ass programming that you've given to 12 other people and then you start to lose and you don't know how you got this far and you're, you're, you're in a stuck position. You know, I, I love that word adaptability because this, I mean, especially right now with everything going on with us being quarantined over the last, what is it, 10 weeks now, yeah. you know, I, I mean, 
it's very easy for people to crumble and it's very easy for people to just get incredibly stressed, but you're seeing individuals all over adapt. I, I just feel like you also can't always be in control of everything. Things are out of our control sometimes. Right. I mean, it's, 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 but it's learning to worry about the things that you can't control. Please. I am great at controlling people, places, and things in my life. Like it's one of my best practice skills. And I've realized when you start to do that, it gets really lonely, mm -hmm. right? And it gets really hard to create connections and understandings with other people because you're controlling all the variables. And how vulnerable is that? And how connected is that? And how do I allow people to get close? Whether it's a client, uh, a man in my life, you know, my family, if I'm always kind of like measuring and checks and that, you know, um, keeping the score, so to speak, mm -hmm. on everything. So um, at least you're aware of it now, I'm in the same boat. Yeah, I'm trying. It, Zach, it, it's just surrendering some sometimes. You know what I'm saying? Because you're 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 incredible at what you do, and and but I, I think a lot of this also comes down to you. Like you're you're still standing. I mean, you're still here, and, and a lot of it has to do. I think sometimes I'm really I'm, I believe in this now. I tried to control too much in the past. It's expectation, expectations on people, the way things are going to go, someone else's output, someone else's response, like everything. And like all, like to, I, I'm realizing more and more that expectations is what has brought the greatest amount of frustration, sadness, self-doubt for me, 100%. Because I'm like, I thought I could, uh, guys, I could ruin a bowl of soup for you. I'm like, I thought it was going to be better. I thought it would have had more, you know, chunks of meat. Yeah, I could ruin dinner. Because yeah. I have an expectation of the way I thought it should taste. It's like, come on. I mean, and that's just soup. Imagine if I'm dating you, you know? <laughs> so, so uh, it's, but it's exciting to laugh. And at least I'm like, ah, uh, yes, at least I'm listening and I'm aware now. And that switch is on more than it's off. Was there, was there a turning point? Because I've known you for a couple of years now. And, yeah. you know, there's something different. And I'm not saying, you know, I'm, I'm not saying that anything was bad in the past, but there's something different. You just seem more re relaxed. You seem in a way a little bit happier. Um, the geography of leaving Los Angeles and there's nothing wrong with LA, but it, it coming to Denver pulled me out of like this, a, a circuit, a system. We just get in our rhythms and we grind them. You know, I, I just have this visual of Arnold in the beginning of Conan the Barbarian. He's just grooving that pattern. Like that's us in our lives. And we just go. And I think coming aware and really having this jarring effect of being pulled out of pace and out of space changed a lot of my perspective. And I got to see things that were different. I'm allowing more things to take place and just, I'm coming from just a different point of view. And I don't, I don't know if I'm really answering your question, John, but no, you are. It, was, That's why I was it was more. That's why I was laughing because I'm like, man, I felt that way a million times. So it's just to hear somebody else articulate it in a way that really just speaks to me was just, I get it. And it's especially good talking to somebody, um, talking to two people that have been able to do it. And that's just, you know, I, I love that. So that's why I was laughing. But that's like what's I think my favorite thing about coaching now. I mean, I think both Don and I use, you know, you know, workouts is kind of like the gateway drug. Our clients are with us. Yes, there's results, but there's there's such a greater uh, conversations happening underneath like that surface. And I think that for me, I get excited about you know the three of us in this call alone. We we all had that kismet like oh totally moment. 
we get to teach that. We're proof that that's possible. And those moments are different for every human and in different times and different ways. But we get to provide that gift because we've been there and we know the way and we've got the map and we're happy to give it, whether it's to coaches. And, you know, Don and I do mentor a lot of different leaders. Like we, we love coaching coaches. Um, but also, like, I mean, I, I'm even doing more female mentorship. I have a whole mentorship program coming out for women that are in their high ends of business, but like really trying to start to create these pivots and growth in what they're doing and who they are, uh, both personally and professionally. Because that's the fun part. Like all the other stuff. If you want work, go to Instagram and get something random. But if you want a coach that's going to take you the distance because because you're on board like paddling too, well, now we've got a, a human that's going to be different. It's, it, everything changes. They're in it for the long haul. For me, that's where I think people are missing on fitness. They're all looking for this quick fix. They're all looking at the scale. And I'm like, I understand. Have a goal set. Yeah. Then do what you have to do today to be the best you can to achieve that goal. And when you slip up, because you will, because everyone does, we yeah. have our tequila and we eat our food and we, and we have our fun probably more times than we, than we should be. But, um, but, the, but the reality is, is we're still here and we're, and we're still happy. And you, yeah. and you have those principles and that thought process. It feels good to feel good. And it's, um, it takes a leader, someone that you can look to and trust. And so when someone is trying to lose weight, for instance, or get strong or whatever, that uphill climb, it's like Kilimanjaro. When do I get here? But when you're at the top, you're like, I ain't giving this up. No way. Yeah. It's far easier uh, and more, I think, more fun as well. So you have, you have your new app now, right? Yeah. Okay. So can you, can you talk about that a little bit? Because I want to hear about like all the entrepreneurial stuff. This is fun. Well, like the last couple of years, I've been looking at what platforms, what interfaces, what works, what's really helping people. So what I'm using the app for is creating an environment that enlists their own personal responsibility as a group member, to be a part of something, to be seen, to be heard, to be connected to something greater. That's what's, what allows me to go far deeper than any social media you know, would allow um, and really coach them. Plus it's fun because then I'm like, oh, you guys want to work out? And I can put in a Zoom link like and teach them for like a Saturday. And it's just, a, it makes it, it reminds me of when I first started coaching like in 2010. So if someone wants to sign up for that app, how do they go about doing it? My website is Weederstrong because um, most people can't spell my last name ironically. <laughs> but Weederstrong and then you just go into workouts and it's Team Gen and the information is there and check it out. It's, it's a monthly subscription. So it's like you jump in for a month, you can jump out. There's no pressure. There's no... Craziness. We just want you to be a part of it to move and to feel better. This is exciting to get you on. So you said Weeder Strong is your um, is your website and your and your Instagram handle. Can you tell everyone from a social media standpoint? Yeah, it's just my full name, Jen Weederstrom. Nothing too fancy there. So I'm sure it'll be in like the show notes. You can put it down there. But if you put J E N W, I usually pop up pretty quick. Cool. All right. And uh, awesome. so like I'm looking at the website now. You've got some COVID some COVID scarves. You've got CBD. Now, are these brands that you're affiliated with or are these things that you're, you're having? Mine, all mine. You know, Don was saying how we work really hard for a lot. I've, I've done some of my best work for everybody else and I've loved it. But I just was like, you know, I'm going to do my own CBD company. And I have a lot of reasons why I did it, but it's there and it's like best products. And it was honestly for people like my parents who are in their 70s and people that are nervous about it to educate them around a tool that really works. And so I did that. The COVID scarves, like... I traveled with that anyways before pre-COVID. So I had them and all those proceeds go to a charity called Good Eats that's in New York. Um, again, another organization that was always functioning for kids that were on the weekends 
uh, not having food at home because obviously the school systems always provide those meals um, during the week, but now it's kind of shifted its efforts towards COVID and families that can't get that nutrition. So just lots of little fun things there. I run challenges like Don, just all kinds of little platforms to, to get your gen fix in. Very cool. I love it. I love it. Awesome. All right, Jen. Well, listen, let's, let's keep in touch. I mean, it was great talking to you a couple of weeks ago and it's even more awesome to be on here with you now. So, you know, I'll, I'll bother you in a few weeks. Don't worry. All right. I look forward to it. Right, <laughs> Thanks again, Zach. Thank you. Thanks for everything. That was awesome. Thanks a lot.